Hello, girls and boys. Today is story time, and this is a short story that came to me in a dream about responsibility, making life better, and independence from big government control. It's called The Possum and the Pine. A possum was hanging from a limb in a tree when Porcupine said, You had best leave. These woods are private and meant only for me. Forgive me, great sire, for my error so grave. I had no intentions of acting the knave. Then get out of my trees or feel the sting of my bees, for I am the master of all that you see. Good friend, I find you a prickly pine, and wonder how came you to delusions divine. You proclaim the woods not meant for me and mine, but only for the pleasures of thee and thine, O great and honorable Lord Porcupine. And leave you must... For it is true what you say, I am the ruler of all you survey. Well, I will then go, but there is something you should know. What is taken by one can be taken by another. The porcupine laughed and sneered with his nose in the air. With my sharp quills I am quite safe from even a bear. But as Lord Pine made his grand soliloquy, a mouse had been eating the king's pie, it would seem. As Porcupine came closer, the mouse could plainly see the pine meant business, so he fled to the log of an old hollow tree. The porcupine went after the mouse as fast as an arrow, but once he went in, the hole started to narrow. The mouse stood there laughing with a voice small and shrill. The porcupine was furious and bristled his quills. Now when the prickly pine tried to back his way out, the quills became lodged in the sides of the log. The good-natured possum pulled and he nudged, but try as he might, the pine could not budge. Porky, my friend, the log is your permanent house, and you, O great king, have been undone by a mouse. So now, mouse, you are the king of Porcupine's land, said the animals cheering, what is your command? But the mouse took no thought of becoming royalty, and stood on his hind legs and made a decree. Let us all take action and do what we can, to each their own business and pursue their own plan. Well, some friendly beavers came and rescued Mr. Porcupine, but he never was so presumptuous as to claim rule since then. Now, every attempt to have someone else, or the government, to solve our problems always results in failure or worse. Let me give you a couple of personal examples. Back in the early 1980s, California had so many alarm dealers that were questionable at best and downright crooked that they decided we need to have a law requiring that all alarm company dealers be licensed by the state of California. And that way, only reputable dealers will be selling these products. So they got together and passed a law requiring that anyone who wanted to sell alarm systems had to have two years experience and they had to come to one of the two or three testing centers in the state and take a long written test to prove that they were competent enough and pay a hefty fee for the privilege of having an alarm installation license. Well, I went and took the test and got my license and paid their $150 fee, I think it was. And a few years later, there was complaints by our local alarm association that other uh, unscrupulous, unlicensed alarm dealers were operating without a license, but when they tried to report it to the authorities, 
they were told, well, the state did not fund us to prosecute these entities, so there's really not much we can do other than try to just ask the dealer not to do it, but that's all we're going to be able to do. So what did this law accomplish? It accomplished that thousands of reputable dealers now had to spend their money to get a license, waste time traveling. For me, it was only a couple hour drive to Los Angeles, but for some it was several hours drive and take this test, a written test, which took them pretty much all day, all for nothing. Then there's another example. In the 1990s, the regional Bell operating companies have been split up from what used to be called Ma Bell or AT&T, the big national phone company that had pretty much a monopoly on most telephone service and especially long distance. And when they were split up into regional companies, there was a great feel, fear that uh, they would also be entering the alarm business. The uh, deregulation of these companies made it so that they could enter any other trade they wanted to. So alarm associations across the, the state and the country started paying for lobbyists to lobby for the government to stop them from entering into the alarm business. They were afraid that the phone companies would have an unfair advantage since at that time, virtually every alarm system sent its signals to a central station or the police or sheriffs over telephone company lines. So they were afraid that the phone company could crack down or just steal all of those customers and we would be wiped out of business. So they were asking for tens of thousands of dollars in lobbying funds to fight against these RBOCs or regional bell operating companies. Well, I wrote a letter to one of the security magazines back in 92, April of 92, and said basically that there is not much to fear, that the same fear was used of the cable companies getting into the security business years ago, and that never happened. And instead, we should be concentrating on improving our own businesses instead of trying to fight against the inevitable. And quote, I said, but even if dealers disagree with me, shouldn't we be spending some or all of this lobbying money on improving our own industry? developing new national marketing strategies, or starting a nationwide alarm transmission system that doesn't depend on telephone companies? Well, the following month, I was soundly rebuked by another dealer company who said basically, Mr. Diaz, get your head out of the sand, your wallet out of your pocket, and support the effort to keep the RBOCs out of our business. Well. How did that go? No, they did not keep the RBOCs out of the security business. And this is 29 years later, what has happened? The phone companies got into the security business and it didn't change anything. They were little more than just another dealer competing. San Diego still had about 200 alarm companies. All the ones that I've known for the last 25 years or 30 years are still in business today in the Missouri area, it had virtually no effect. We need to concentrate on taking care of ourselves and concentrate less on expecting the government to solve our problems. There was some old guy named Socrates that said, let him that would move the world first move himself. And that's what we need to do. This is Stanley Diaz. Thank you for listening. If you have comments, you can reach me by email at riskandcommitment, all one word, at gmail.com. Goodbye.